We are bringing back the Lombardi Trophy to Philadelphia. The greatest fans of the world have their Super Bowl. Hey, Eagles fans. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, and you're listening to the British Eagles podcast. I love it. Can't wait to get over to London. In the meantime, have yourselves many, 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 many great Eagles days. Hello, yes, the British Eagles podcast is back. I'm Anthony Bullock, and what a way to mark our return. We've got an interview with Dave Spadaro, who talks about everything from that Super Bowl win to the off-season to the London game coming up in autumn this year. The British Eagles podcast is going to take on a slightly different format than before. We've got a mix of interviews with Eagles personnel, interviews with NFL UK personalities, and we're also going to be talking to you, the fans, and we want to know all about your stories to do with the Eagles. We're also going to have our debate and discussion shows with Stuart Dick, aka Stu on Sport on Twitter, and we'll be talking about all the latest Eagles news and all that good stuff. Now, without further ado, let's get to Dave's interview. Dave, thank you so much for joining us. You're a popular figure this side of the Atlantic, and it is fantastic to have you on to to kickstart the British Eagles podcast. Well, I'm glad. Listen, I, I remember fondly going to London when Buddy Ryan was the head coach of the Eagles for the preseason games in 89 and 91, I believe it was. And um, it was at that time really interesting to see the audience and how it was divided between Americans living in the UK and the Brits learning about this game. And it certainly has come a long, long way. And I'm excited to be part of the Eagles being over there for a regular season game. For those who don't know, can you just take them through what your role entails at the Eagles? Sure. I've, I've been with the organization for 22 seasons. Uh, prior to that, covered the team as the editor of our fan magazine called Eagles Digest. So all in all, it's been over 30 years of covering the team. Um, my title is Eagles Insider, and I'm kind of the public face of the organization and provide a lot of content on our digital in our digital network, um, whether it's a podcast, Eagles Live podcast, my On the Inside column. I host many of our shows on the website and our official app, uh, run the Twitter account on Eagles at Eagles Insider. So over the years, I've been kind of the the person who's the liaison between the organization and the fan base, which obviously is a worldwide base. Now, you have been with the team for more than 20 years, so I imagine the way you communicate with the fans has changed dramatically. You know, it's been cha- it's changed so much uh, that, and it's been fun to stay on top of everything and seeing how newspapers were at one point very important in our world then that gave way to the internet and the internet has given way to apps and then the apps have given way to social media and here come podcasts. And so uh, there's, there's so many ways to communicate with people and uh, the generations of fans uh, are, are across all the platforms. And it has been fun to see not only really Anthony, how the technology has changed, but how the NFL has changed. And it's gone from a much smaller operation back in the 1980s to what it is now, particularly the Philadelphia Eagles. We are in a beautiful stadium, Lincoln Financial Field. We're in a beautiful daily training facility, the Novacare Complex. Back in the 80s, we were crammed into Veterans Stadium. And while it had a lot of nostalgia and a lot of appeal for 
the Eagles fans, it really was as far away from state-of-the-art as you can possibly be. What's your favorite way to liaise with the fans? My favorite way? Uh, probably in person. When I see them at games or I run into them in the streets and you can really break down all the barriers and, and get some good quality one-on-one time. And I'm looking forward to doing that in London. We'll talk a little bit more about London in more detail later on. But my first proper question has got to be about the Super Bowl. Are you ever going to come down from cloud nine? I don't think I'm going to. Um, I, I, it's been two months. It's been amazing the impact that the Super Bowl win has had on this Philadelphia region. Anybody who doubts the the way that sports impacts a community needs to come to Philadelphia now. It is truly the city of brotherly and sisterly love. There's been a tremendous amount of angst raised away from the core of Eagles fans. Uh, but for me, it's a lifelong dream to win the Super Bowl, to be in a parade, to do the things that this organization has done, to hold the Lombardi Trophy, to be a champion. It's been it's been great. And at the same time, you, you enjoy it and then you move on and prepare for 2018. And I think the Eagles have done that really aggressively, uh, pursuing free agency and the moves that they've made. And everybody's excited for what's ahead. Can you remember the moment the Eagles won or is it a bit of a blur? Yeah, I um, I made the decision that I was going to write my column for our app and website um, after Zach Ertz scored the touchdown. I was going to do a stream of consciousness. Here's what happens. Here's what I'm thinking. Let's see what, what goes down. And what went down was the Eagles win the game. I filed the story. I went on the field. I kept my camera pretty much in my pocket. I wanted to absorb everything. Um, I really wanted to see everything. And it was remarkable. Uh, the stands, the confetti, the crying, the tears, the hugs, the the joy. Um, and then I walked into the locker room and was handed the Lombardi trophy when I was just shocked and posing for pictures, didn't really know what to do, remembered that I'd always wanted to kiss the Lombardi trophy. So I held that baby in my arms and I gave it a deep, rich kiss. And Anthony, I didn't even think for a minute that 85 other men had done the exact same thing prior. So after it all was said and done, I was sick for two weeks from that kiss, but it was worth every bit of it. And then we had a great, then we had a party, a team party afterward till 4.30 in the morning. And it, and it was just, it just, it was nonstop for really two or three weeks after that. It was, it was really, really nonstop. What's it like at the Novacare complex? Is there an extra spring in everyone's step? Yeah, for sure. And, and people are, look, there, there's a tremendous sense of camaraderie, uh, wall-to-wall team, teamwork. The organization accomplished this along with the fans. And, but that, it, but that doesn't last long. You really, if you wait around too long and just kind of revel in the glory of it, you know, that you get trampled the next season. So, so the Eagles win the Super Bowl on February 4th. We had the parade four days later. And, you know, two weeks after that, everybody was in Indianapolis at the Combine getting ready for free agency and the draft. Free agency started five weeks after the team won the Super Bowl. So there just really isn't time. But there's certainly a ton of energy. Um, a lot of uh, a sense of accomplishment, um, great esprit de corps, and, and again, really looking forward to what's ahead. You mentioned free agency. People like Brent Selleck have been with a team for more than a decade, through all the lows and then the ultimate high of the Super Bowl win. How tough is it to lose players you've built a connection with? Yeah, that's, that's the hardest part. I mean, 
and Brent's a great example. Brent, 11 years, his role changed throughout the time. He was at one point a tremendous pass catcher and sacrificed a lot for the good of the team. Um, and then to see him test free agency, it's, uh, it's very difficult. But look, at some point in his life, Brent will come back to the organization in some capacity and we'll see him. This is just business right now we all understand that appreciate that but for for sure that's the most difficult part of the thing the, these players so look uh, the, the young ones who are out there bo allen and trey burton and patrick patrick robinson good for them they have an opportunity to really enhance their financial well-being um and so everybody's really happy for them for somebody like you know brent Selick, we all wish he stayed so that's the most difficult part of the job what's the best part I mean, the best part is every day coming in. It's it's really an honor to work here and uh, to, to communicate with the fans and to understand what the team is trying to do. And obviously, I winning the Super Bowl is the the career moment, um, and we're all really enjoying that moment. But I mean, I, I love game days, Anthony. I love the experience. I love the adrenaline rush of it all, and um, and I thrive on those those kind of experiences. It's the off-season, but as we know, things don't stop in the NFL. So what's in your diary at the minute? Yeah, the, the, you know, we've had a couple of free agent signings this week, uh, which, has been, which has occupied us a bit. There's some technical things we're working on. You know, the Eagles are producing a book as well uh, that I was, uh, played a part in. We've got the draft coming up, and along with that, draft party, draft shows, a lot of prep for that. Last week, I was in Orlando for the NFL's annual meeting. Next week, I'm in Mexico um, hosting the Eagles fan trip. We call it um, our, our Beach Blast, our, our, our Beach Blast, our, the Eagles Blast. It's the uh, Apple Vacations. We bring more than 100 fans out, and we go to the beach for a week, and we have a great time. And, um, and then we come back, and we're two weeks out from the, from the draft. So uh, uh, and then the schedule will come out, and we'll find out probably around, you know, April 20, I don't know, April 22nd or so, maybe April, maybe April 19th or so, where the Eagles will be playing, or rather when the Eagles will be playing in London. We don't, we know that it's going to be one of those two weeks in October. Finally, we'll find out the layout of the schedule and we'll be come over your way to play. So there's, you're right. There's always something The really the dead time. And then the players report on April 16th for the offseason conditioning program. So, the, the real downtime begins late June, right up until training camp. But right now, there's still a lot as everybody prepares for 2018. Just on the draft, it's in Dallas this year. How good is it going to be to be the number 32 pick and be introduced as the Super Bowl champions? Yeah. You know, I, I'm glad you recognize that, Anthony. The, the Cowboys are obviously the number one rival for the Eagles fans. And um, last year, when the draft was here, the Cowboys trolled the Eagles a little bit, the Eagles fans, and all good-natured fun. So the ultimate revenge is to go to Dallas and be introduced as with the 32nd pick in the 2018 draft, the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. And we'll find out what the Eagles do with that pick. But absolutely doing that in Dallas is a sweet bit of irony for the fans and for the team. You mentioned earlier you're working on a book. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, it's just it's a retrospect on on the on the season fly eagles fly it's called and the um it's a most mostly a pictorial uh but there are messages from jeffrey Lurie, from doug peterson 
uh, involved in this and Merrill Reese as well, the voice of the Eagles. And uh, along with that are, you know, kind of a week by week, here's how the season unfolded experience for the fans to, uh, to have and to hold forever. Just touching on how the season unfolded, what were your thoughts when Carson Wentz went down? Well, you know, we, we had obviously won that game against the Rams on December 10th, clinching the NFC East title, clinching a playoff berth. So there was a great deal of joy on the plane ride back, uh, which faded into exhaustion as players get some sleep. And then we landed early in the morning and got right to work preparing for the New York Giants the next week, the third straight road game. And the reality was very, very quick and definitive. And uh, I remember Doug Peterson the morning after coming in for his weekly interview and saying, look, we, Doug, uh, uh, Nick is going to be fine. Nick is stepping up. Nick is going to be the quarterback. Nick is going to be great. And there's nobody in this building that doubts that. And then Nick went out and threw four touchdown passes against the Giants. Certainly struggled against the Raiders, but it was, you know, sub 10 degree temperatures. It was extremely difficult for both offenses that day. And then the last game against the against the Dallas Cowboys meant nothing. But look, you, when you lose a player of Carson's caliber, you wonder how that will impact everything else. And at the time, we all said, look, we're going to find out a lot about our coaching staff. We're going to find out a lot about our roster. We're going to find out a lot about each other. We're going to find out a lot about this fan base. And you know, Anthony, everybody rose to the occasion. And it was a sight to behold the way the Eagles and the community rallied together to beat the Atlanta Falcons first and then the Minnesota and then the Minnesota Vikings when they came to town. Lincoln Financial Field was incredible. Um, nobody sat down the entire game. The noise was as loud as I've ever heard in any of the stadiums in the league. So I, it was it was just I mean it, it was obviously what champions are made of and what you what you learn, is that when you win a championship, it requires greatness from every sector. And that's what happened. Okay, let's talk about London. You and the Eagles are finally coming over for a regular season game. What's the feeling like among the players and staff? Well, Jay Ajayi was very pleased. Um, for, and he's, I think he's already been over there for a little promotional tour. But players didn't really react. I mean, their focus, at that time, the focus was on... 2017 you know players Anthony are very in the moment and they don't look ahead so they they don't know if they're going to be on the team the next year um but for Jay it was great Jay, Jay gets an opportunity to go back to where he was born and perform in front of his his native roots and so uh that's exciting but I I'll get a better sense of it when we actually get closer to the moment truthfully players I've found don't look ahead that much. And while it sounds a little exciting, really they, they were so focused in focused in on the 2017 season that they just I just don't think they ever really wrapped their brains around the idea that this is reality. The Eagles are going to London in 2018. How do people in the United States view the international series and the games that are taking place in London? Well, look, I mean the the I think it's there's a very significant interest from NFL leadership 
to continue the relationship, expand the relationship, and potentially in the near future, find a way to have an NFL franchise out of outside of the United States, whether that's the UK, I don't know. But certainly the NFL wants to expand internationally. And the UK is a, a, a market that understands the game, that has grown with the game, and that uh, certainly has proven to be a very viable partner with the NFL. Eagles fans in the UK love to get their Eagles fix. Can you tell us a little bit about the different podcasts you've got and the social media accounts and why they should be listening to the podcasts and following you on social media? Yeah, the, the Eagles Live podcast, um, it's, it's a podcast that when we get it rolling during the season, a weekly podcast, and it's the team talking about what's happening with this football team. It's not me opining on the state of the Eagles. It's you want to hear from the players and the coaches and the administration. And this is the only place you're going to hear that on a weekly basis. It's very well produced. It generally runs 20 to 30 minutes and it will give you a great sense of what the Philadelphia Eagles are all about. And then the Eagles insider podcast, it's, uh, it's at Eagles. They do a great job. They're the best in the NFL at Eagles in the daily. Let's have fun. Let's keep you engaged. Let's appeal to every genre of fan eagles insiders a little bit more hardcore um really linking to a lot of our news stories talking about some of the the breaking news of the day uh some of the potential breaking news of the day and it just gives you at eagles and at eagles insider gives you a very complete twitter following of the philadelphia eagles and additionally our facebook page is tremendous our uh instagram page is tremendous i mean the eagles are really uh the industry leader in social media. Dave, thank you so much for for joining us. Well, thank you, Anthony. When we get the date of the game, let's chat again and and keep expanding our relationship and making sure that we have a home field advantage feel when we play the Jaguars in the UK. So we're obviously incredibly grateful to to Dave Spadaro for his time. As I said, the British Eagles podcast is back. There's going to be a mix of interviews with various people, including you, the fans. If you are interested in being interviewed on the podcast, get in touch with us on Twitter or via the website. On Twitter, it's at British Eagles, and the website is british-eagles.co.uk. After having Dave on the show, there really is only one way that we can end this podcast. Hey, Eagles fans. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, and you're listening to the British Eagles podcast. I love it. Can't wait to get over to London. In the meantime, have yourselves many, 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 many great Eagles days.